Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully Ray, I'm sorry, Darth Bully and I talk all about May the 4th. That's right. May the 4th be with you. All the Star Wars geeks are all hyped up for May the 4th. So we get into it right away. First of all, we have Uber Star Wars fan Matt Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder, joins the show. Not just about Star Wars, but his release from the WWE. Chris Jericho joins in on the conversation as Bully and I argue about Star Wars. And oh, yeah. You definitely want to hear this. Cody Rhodes, after hearing all the stuff about Star Wars, he joins the show, and guess what he does? He bans me from any future AEW shows. That's right. You definitely want to listen to probably the greatest episode of the Busted Open podcast of all time right now. Enjoy. I can actually hear your toy humming. Maybe I should have he's, said that on the air. He's not a toy, LaGreca. <laughs> this is a lightsaber. Interesting. Did you? If you bought it at Toys R Us, then it's a toy. This was not bought at Toys R Us. This was given to me by a Sith Lord. All right. So today I'm is it- greater than Christmas. Today is the fourth. And LaGreca, I will extend a pleasantry to you. May the fourth be with you. All right. May the fourth be with you also, boy. So I have to refer to you as a fifth lord, a fifth lord. Sith. Sith with an S. Shithead. S. So this is like, is this one of those Jedi guys? Are you like a Jedi guy? Dark Lord of the Sith. Dark Lord. Playing the part of Jabba the Hutt today will be Tommy Dreamer, who might call in later. (laughs) That's terrible. Dark. All right. Dark Lord of the Fifth. Bully. Dark Lord of the Sith. S as in shithead. Ugh. H. No, wait. There is no H. <laughs> I-T-H. <laughs> well, all right. Can I, can I just call you Darth Bully for the rest Darth of the bully. show? That'll be all fine. Right, I'll call Darth you Darth Bully. bully. I could go. Yeah, that's all after the... Um, fictitious character though talking to most people today i don't think they believe it as being fictitious uh based on darth vader from the very popular star wars movies and being Aren't you excited today i'm very excited today because this is where all the freaks and geeks come out 
and talk about how much this uh, movie franchise where George Lucas has made so many millions of dollars off of you weak souls uh, that he's been able to build castles around himself and a lot of other shitty movies. But uh, no, I, uh, you know, congratulations and happy, uh, happy May 4th to all the Star Wars fans. Your lack of faith disturbs me. Oh, my lack of faith. Hello. You know what was trending today, Bully? You know what's what? trending? Darth uh, Bully. You know, Darth Bully. For the next two hours, it's Darth Bully. Well, Darth Bully. You know what was trending today? Hashtag Star Wars do better. So to me, Star Wars fans are worse than wrestling fans. Because all Star Wars fans do is bitch and complain. When on your high, highest of holy days, because to the, I guess the Jedi religion, May 4th is the highest holy day in your religion, that people are still bitching and complaining about Star Wars, that Star Wars do better is trending on May 4th. Shame on you. Shame on the Star Wars fans. I think they're referring to The Last Jedi. I thought The Last Jedi was one of the good ones, I thought. No, 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 no. The last Jedi is when when it all hit the fan. That's where they that that's where they went left when they should have went right. All right. Now correct me if a lot of people if, pissed off about that movie. All right, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the Last Jedi one of Cody's favorite Star Wars movies? Yes, it is. So he's got issues then. But but let me ask you a question. What's what was up with that tweet that you put up last night? What did that tweet Which say? The Which last one that tweet May you 30, sent out last night? The what? What? The May, that May third is greater than May fourth. Yeah, but what? What else did you say in that tweet? I think I. I think I. I said fuck Star Wars. How could you possibly put that out there? Well, because it was May third. I wouldn't do that on May fourth because that would just be that would make. I me think a nasty deep down. Inside, so let me ask you a question. Deep down inside, you're really not that big of a Star Wars fan, are you? Oh, uh, I like I like the first movie a lot. The second one, Empire Strikes Back, is good. A little overrated. A lot of people say that's the best one. Like let's let's be real here. It's not nearly as good as the first movie. Return of the Jedi was okay, and then it kind of just went downhill from there. Uh, I, I I totally disagree with you. Of course you do. You, you, you need to. You, you, you need a good uh, lesson, uh, a, 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 a re-education in Star Wars. No, I think this is. Re- You've been I, watching I think too many gratuitous boob shot movies, which, like which Police Academy Twelve and yeah, Where the Boys better. Aren't. Uh, it was, it's just one of the guys. And, you know, I was like, like last night I was watching like Smokey and the Bandit. That's much better. You know, the sm- three Smokey and the Bandit movies are much better than the Star Wars movies. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Smokey and the Bandit 1 and 2 were great movies. Did you just say all three Smokey and the Bandits? Yeah. Smokey I mean, and the I, Bandit I guess. Three was awful. I guess that would be the return of the. I guess that would be what, what did you call that? The, the last Jedi. I guess Smokey and the Bandit Three would be like the last Jedi of the Smokey and Bandit movies. Here's the problem. First of all, you can't talk about this bully because I guess in Darth our world, bully. Darth Bully, Darth Bully. I'll, I'll I'll play along for today. Darth Bully. 
that you're kind of like, what I guess in our world, you would be a Star Wars mark. You buy and watch everything Star Wars. You don't have a critical eye when it comes to this movie franchise. You can't speak about you're wearing you're wearing Star Wars pajamas right now for crying out loud. This you got is not a pulled out this all is over not the a table. pajama. You bought that come on now. This is an official license. This was given to me by David Prowse, Darth Vader himself. This is one of David Prowse's Darth Vader robes. And that I don't is- have I don't have toys. Yes, okay? I came prepared today. I'm ready to go. Just in case I get hungry. You have I a ha- Star Wars lunchbox. This is an official licensed Star Wars oh, okay. lunch that makes carrier. It okay. That makes it okay. <laughs> is that what you is that what you uh people you people, you Star Wars fans, I'll refer to them as you people. What do you, you mean people. by you people? You, you, you heard racist. what I said. You heard what I said. You're a that Star you Wars actually. What did you just refer to the lunch bag, lunchbox as? Uh, a snack carrier, a lunch a carrier. A lunch carrier? No, it's a lunchbox. It's what little kids bring to school, bully. It's not a lunch carrier. That is what five-year-olds put their PB&Js into. It's not a lunch carrier, all right? Stop making it seem more intelligent than what it really is. You got freaking toys on the table. You're wearing Star Wars underoos, and you have your lunch and a lunchbox. You're a grown man for crying out loud. You're a grown man. Act like it. You're a Hall of Famer bully. Snap out of it. Snap out of your Hall of Famer for crying out loud. It's ridiculous that I have to work under these conditions. By the way, May 4th, not an official holiday. I got my calendar right here. I don't see May 4th as an official holiday. It's what Star Wars fans want to refer to as a holiday. Doesn't make it so. All right? Doesn't make it so. This is my official licensed Luke Skywalker lightsaber right here. Oh, that sound. It's such a sweet sound. When the kyber crystals fire oh up. God, kyber and the crystals. Li- kyber crystals. Well, well, come on, LaGreca. How the hell do you think a lightsaber works? All right, all right. How does so, your lightsaber work? All right, let me, let me ask you something, Bully. It, please, and it, please explain, explain in your robot voice how what the, what the kyber crystals are that run the freaking thing that you have in your hand, the lightsaber. The, the kyber crystals. The kyber crystals. The, the kyber, kyber, and, kyber. In your robot voice, please. I don't have a robot voice. <laughs> I'm not a robot. What I have to deal with. I'm Go a ahead. Sith Lord. Hey, oh, my God, with your Sith Lords. We got to listen. I'm telling you, man. Well, please, dear God, help me. What's the problem? How come you didn't dress up like a a cop on Police Academy Day? Because there is no. It's a it's a movie that I enjoy. It's not a celebration. It's just a movie of a movie. Star Wars is a religion. It's not a religion. It's make believe. No, it's not. believe. George Lucas thought of that. And George Lucas is not the brightest bulb in the bunch. Let me tell you. Have you seen some of his other movies? This is not make-believe. It's just a galaxy far, far away. It's real. It's just in another galaxy. Where's Jar Jar Binks? Is it Jar Jar Binks Day? Devon works for the WWE. (laughs) And then Guns, (laughs) who's our AP for the show today, he says May... (laughs) He says tomorrow's a holiday too because it's it's uh it May fifth is a holiday because it's like the return of the fifth. Like the Revenge instead of, of return the of the Sith, the, it's return of the fifth. Revenge of the fifth. Revenge of the re, return of the fifth. 
Return, revenge, something like that. Gabby's right. Cinco de Mayo's tomorrow. It's no return to the fifth. So we had Cinco well, de Mayo tomorrow. Beginning of the day, we we, we, we we celebrate the revenge of the fifth, and later in the night, we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. You're not going to drink anyway because you throw up when you do shots. Uh, if I do enough of them, that's true. Well, last time I hung out with you, you did one shot of tequila, a shot of tequila, and then you got sick. Are we going to have to do this the entire day? Oh, by the way, got to tell you, who we're going to have on the show today because we do have a jam-packed show. It is a Get Yourself Over Monday. Matt Cross is going to join us in about five minutes, Bully. Eddie Mansfield coming off of that dark side of the ring from last week is going to join us at 10.30. Really looking forward to that. And at 11 o'clock, and I'm sure he's got his Star Wars underoos on as we speak, the former Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona, is going to join us to talk about Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Fifth and the, the Last Jedi Knights and Darth Vader and the Star Wars Holiday Special. He's going to join us at 11 a.m. Eastern Not time. the Last Jedi Knights. They were the Knights of Ren. All right. Oh, my God. As you speak, just the, oh, dear God, please bully please please darth be bully. bully oh please be bully ray please darth be bully. bully ray and darth, darth bully matt cardona uh, everybody all the, everybody star. i could see all the people like oh this got luke skywalker in their left hand and darth vader in their pew 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 oh i'm, I'm darth vader no you're luke Oh, Han Solo fired first. No, Guido fired first. No, they both fired at the same time. Guido Guido is what you are from North Jersey. Oh, my God. This is BB-8. Oh, yeah, BB-8. Say hello to BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 this. You know what I'm saying? BB-8. Say hi, BB-8. Say hi, BB-8. Oh, my God. Please help me. All right, we're celebrating. Say I love you, BB-8. May 4th. Made, I'm not saying any of that. May the fourth be with you. Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XMFC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. Can you believe it? In each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, Anfield has erupted, bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a Derby Day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Pandora app and searching more than a game. All right, let's bring on our next guest because I'm sure he's celebrating May 4th just like Darth Bully is, and that is the former Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, joins us here on Busted Open. Matt, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm actually sitting and looking at my Han Solo in Carbonite, uh, this nice <sighs> decoration in my house. Uh, you know, it's not a toy, it's not a prop, it's artwork. Uh, you know, I'm a mature adult, and I have this beautiful piece of artwork in my house. Well, you're definitely an adult. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you know or have you heard about LaGreca's disdain for Star Wars? 
Can you believe? Can yeah. you believe this? I mean, last night he took to social media and just buried Star Wars across the board, and I thought it was disrespectful to a guy like you because this is like the first live interview you're doing after your departure from the WWE. It's on the fourth. It's a holy day for people like me and you. And this guy just disrespects you by burying one of the movies that you hold near and dear. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, did you not have a childhood? Like what, what, what are the issues that you're dealing with? You do not like star Wars. I mean, it's, it's not only just entertaining, but the storytelling, the drama, so many years of, of building up and it's still going. How could you not support something like that? All right, it's interesting, you know, and, and the hashtag that's trending right now is Star Wars do better. So it seems like a lot of Star Wars fans don't agree with the things that you're saying right now. But to answer your question, Matt, I was a huge fan of Star Wars. I say it on the air all the time. In 1978, because I am much older than you are, Matt, I went to the theater 16 times to see that movie. I liked Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi was okay. But then after that, it completely went downhill. So I appreciate the first movie. I like the second movie. But I think even you, the most hardcore Star Wars fan, would have to agree that a lot of the newer movies were subpar. Correct? Listen, listen, I'm going to say this. It's 2020. You can walk into a Target, a Walmart, get a Star Wars toy, T-shirt. You couldn't do that in 1995. These prequels brought everything back. So you're mm-hmm. just like all those those internet wrestling haters who are on the message boards. You're hating. You're hating no. something that you should just be enjoying. First That's of it. all, first That's of right all, there. first Obi- of all, sir. Obi-Wan Jabroni, Dave LaGreca is a hater. First of all, sir, you don't know me. You can't say those things about me because you and I have never met face to face. Second of all, I love pro wrestling. Darth Bully will tell you because I'm showing him respect. I'm calling him Darth Bully because it is May 4th, (laughs) the day after May 3rd. I love pro wrestling. All I do is talk about it in a positive light. That's why I formed this show, Busted Open, that it's the number one sports talk show on Sirius XM. You don't see me bashing it on social media. So, sir, now that you're a guest on this show, and I, I will completely, you know, show you the respect that you deserve because you are a, a, a great pro wrestler and you are a guest. But I will, I don't think you could say that about me. And second of all, even you have to agree, Matt, that most Star Wars fans, all they do is bitch and moan. And those things that you talk about at Walmart and Toys R Us and the things that are top sellers on Amazon, they're toys. They're for kids. They're not for somebody who's 35-year-old bad. They're for five-year-olds, sir. The, the thing that Darth Bully is holding in his hands right now is not a lunch carrier. It's a lunchbox. It's for small children to purchase to put their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on so they could go to school. It's my lunch carrier. (laughs) What happened to the artist formerly known as Zack Ryder? Where'd he go? I think he hung up. I, I wouldn't be shocked. You're completely disrespectful. Look at you. What have you done? You chased one of our... I, this was his first freaking live interview. I blame and you. And you chased him I away. I blame you. I blame you, Darth Bully. 
He because you knew this is the way it was going to go. He could have did anybody's podcast. He could put him on Gerard, Jericho, JR. Who knows? He chose us first, and you piss him off so much that he hangs up on us. Oh, my Did God. You really are. Th- He's back. What was that, Matt? I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean Darth Bully interrupted you. Go ahead, please. You hang, Just because I'm telling you that you're not, you know, you're not responsible enough. You should be, you know, telling everybody, listen, watch Star Wars, May the 4th, go on Disney Plus, stream it all. And just because I don't agree with you, you hang up on me? I didn't hang up on you, sir. We thought you hung up on us. All right, let's 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 get to the questions because let me let me ask the big question that every that's on everyone's mind right now, and then I'm sure Darth Bully has some questions, and you know, then maybe we could talk about a real movie franchise like Ghostbusters. We can talk about Ghostbusters if you want, sir. I do but like Ghostbusters. Okay. Of course you do because you do have a soul. All right, so is it true? Now this is just speculation on my part. Is it true? That Cody doesn't want to sign you to AEW because you have a he has a you have a bigger Star Wars collection than he does. I definitely have a bigger Star Wars collection. Uh, Cody and I we we uh, never really got along. Uh, you know, we were both in OVW at the same time, both on the, the WWE roster at the same time. But we didn't get along until we found out we both liked theme parks. And then once we figured that out, we figured out we both like Star Wars. We became best buds. But, uh, you know, we, we once bought uh, Kylo Ren lightsabers together. So oh, both yeah, of course you did. <laughs> we got it, right? I got my Kylo Ren lightsaber right of here. Of course you did. It's all of fired course. up. You hear it? Oh, Bubba, I love it. I love it. All fired up. Uh, Brothers in Star Wars. Together. I'll fight you. I'll duel you. Hey, hey, Matt. I want to get. I just. I want to get to some wrestling stuff because obviously there are a lot of fans out there who want to know. You know, please. You know what happened? Like, you know, like with the, with the WWE situation. You know them. You know, laying some guy and guys and gals off. Um, were you expecting this? How do you feel about this? Um, and where do you want to see yourself heading in the future? Well, I mean, uh, we all got this mass text to watch this uh, Vince McMahon video explaining that these cuts would be happening. So, like, I can't say it's unexpected. And I don't know if I've ever said this before. I never re-signed my contract, so my deal was going to be up in August. And I had been dealing with contract negotiations for over a year. And the, uh, the anxiety that I had about it, like, do I stay? Do I go? Do I stay? Do I go? Uh, it was really, like, eating me up. So when that when that call was made and I was released, the decision was made for me. So instantly, uh, I was relieved. You know what I'm saying? Because the anxiety that I had for over a year, uh, subconsciously, consciously, it was instantly gone. And uh, I felt like, oh my god, I felt like so excited because I, you know, I, I want to work, I want to do stuff, I want to be creative. You know, so to now be able to do whatever I want, I've been fortunate that I was with WWE. For 14 years, like I got to when I was 20 years old. Like, I grew up there. You know, I grew up as a, as a wrestler. I grew up as a man. But it's time. It's time for me to, to go out and, and do it my way, to do my thing, to, 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 to fail on my own, to succeed on my own. You know, I feel like, I feel like it's Christmas morning, and, and I see all those presents. I just can't open them yet. You know, and I just can't wait to, to get out there and wrestle everybody. Just do my own thing. Like, even having, like, a pro wrestling tea store and, and thinking of ideas and putting it up. I just love the hustle. Uh, I love being creative, and I love wrestling. So I just cannot wait uh, for the future. 
there's there's one thing that the WWE always says, and you've heard this a million times, as have I, and anybody else has been through the doors, about grabbing the brass ring, about getting yourself over. You're a guy that got himself over and then, uh, I'll use the word, was punished for it. Do you agree with the term you were punished for it? And how do you, what is your feelings about grabbing the brass ring in the WWE? And is it truly attainable? Well, let me start by saying like the, the, gra- the grabbing the brass ring. I mean, I think you have to do it not just in WWE, but in life. And I was at a point in my career where I wasn't satisfied with what I was doing. And I'm not going to give you the whole story, but long story short, I started a YouTube show. It took off and I got over, you know, and I don't think uh, the WWE expected it. Uh, I knew that was my plan. I didn't think it was going to happen as fast as it did and as organically as it did. But there's no denying that it worked. You know, like when I started that YouTube show, I wanted to either get noticed or get fired because I wanted that buzz. So the buzz in WWE or to get fired and have the buzz elsewhere. You know, and luckily, you know, I didn't get fired. Luckily, I got noticed and I got used on television more. And the term punished, I mean, listen. I, at the time when everything was going down, like I was getting pushed off the stage in a wheelchair and, and choke slammed up the stage. I could have, right, in retrospect, went to Vince McMahon and said, hey, what's going on here? You know, at the time, I was so young, so naive. So I just said, oh, this is part of the plan. You know, I'll just wrestle, you know, Kane at Backlash next month or something. You know, I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't aware enough or mature enough to, you know, knock on the boss's door and say, hey, I'm one of the top merch sellers. I've been busting my ass. Why is this happening? Um, so I blame nobody but myself for what went down there. You know, when you talk about that YouTube series that definitely got over with the fans, I look back at 2011 being such an amazing year for you. And if you made a list of the top WWE superstars in 2011, your name would be mentioned. And then it seemed like 2012 things came crashing down. And I think a lot of it is like from what bully just said to the point where you know, WrestleMania 29 is in your backyard and you're not even on the card. Like, did you feel like you were getting punished? Like, I mean, that's got to be incredibly frustrating that you do everything that you can do to get yourself over and it works. And then almost immediately, at least to the fans, like for me, Matt, it felt like you were getting punished. I'm not going to lie. I saw, you know, when I was doing the YouTube show 2011, I saw my hard work. Uh, getting rewarded, and I was rewarded by the fans, right? They would bring my signs or chant my name to shows I wasn't even at or buy my merch, and it kind of forced WWE to use me. So I loved getting my hard work rewarded uh, by the fans. And then, you know, I was continuing with the YouTube show, and just I saw instead of everything going up, it was going down and down fast. And like I said, I should have, you know, just knocked on the door and, and asked Vince McMahon straight up what's going on, what can I do to, to change what's going on, but I did it. So I can only blame myself for that because I don't know what was said behind those doors. If I presented myself and asked, maybe I would know. But yeah, I de- like I- I'd be lying if I said I didn't realize what was going on. That like my career was uh, was going downhill fast. Like you said, uh, 2011, I worked my way up, uh, and then two years later, WrestleMania in New York, New Jersey, I literally was watching the show from Mrs. Friends, Mrs. Friends and Family press box. I felt like a total loser. It sucked. Wow. Matt, uh, I know you got a podcast with Brian Myers. You guys talk about action figures. Uh, can you tell us some more about it? Um, and 
Who I mean, who is your target audience? Are you looking for diehard wrestling fans? Like, I'm I'm not a big action figure guy, um, although I do have five lightsabers and a Star Wars <laughs> lunch carrier. I have a BB-8. I got a Ray. I got a I got a, a, a salt pepper, a salt and pepper shaker, Darth Vader, and uh, stormtroopers. But I digress. Tell me some more about your <laughs> podcast about the action figures. Yeah, so, you know, Hawkins and I, uh, Brian Myers and I, you know, we, we grew up loving wrestling, loving wrestling figures. And when we signed up to wrestling school uh, in 2003, we were each other's competition. I mean, same age, same size, same look. We hated each other, right? Uh, and it wasn't until we realized, oh, you're 18 and still collect wrestling figures, uh, so do I. You know, and that really uh, made us become friends, and we've been friends ever since, partners. And we, we were talking about it for so long, just every day talking about figures. So why don't we just do a podcast about figures? And it took me a while to convince him, and eventually uh, he, let, he let me uh, basically – I'm basically doing – I call him bare minimum Brian. You know, he, he's there. He, he does it, but it's, it's me and this other guy, Smart Mark, doing the work. Um, but now bare minimum Brian's on maximum effort Brian, but I digress. But it's just two guys talking about not only just, you know – collecting but but life and wrestling and you know every bubba i'm sure you remember you know playing with wrestling figures as a kid or there's you the, the sentimental value you know you can't go into a time machine right but when we talk about these things on our podcast there's a listener like oh my god i had that junkyard dog in 1988 maybe let me let me go get it on ebay and then they get it like oh man this is so cool maybe i should get the rest of the set and, and it brings old collectors back it starts new collectors. It's definitely for people who never stop collecting, but it, I think it's definitely for the the, uh, the adult male audience. But listen, we have kids, we we have women, we have everybody, so it's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I never played with action figures when I was a kid, and you talk about a time machine. Uh, if me and Dreamer could fit in a DeLorean, I'm sure we'd jump back in it and uh, and go back in time. Well, Bob, I'd love to have you on the show, uh, the Major Recipe Podcast, because there's a, there's a figure out there. You We've talked about it before. You pretend it doesn't exist, but it's like a naked ECW Bubba figure, and you're there's actually photographic evidence of you holding the figure. So I want to know what this naked Bubba figure is all about. Uh, it's for the ladies. It's for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, the re I, I, I've not tried to avoid it. I just don't know anything about it. And when I, when I look at the picture of myself holding the action figure by the clothing I was wearing, I believe that picture was taken in Japan right around the time we did the ECW FMW thing. And right around the time of Sabu's wedding, I have no idea why there's a naked action figure of me. Um, Unlike all of my other action figures, this one doesn't have abs. You know, it should have abs. Um, I don't know what happened to my abs. <laughs> but I, I wish I could tell you more. I, I don't know where it came from. And I know you've been infatuated with it. Yeah, well, because I want to know. You know, I'm, I call myself the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting. I need to know these things. All right, so this is this is interesting to me because... Um, I, I actually, I have some wrestling action figures. I was never a big collector. Um, you know, I've been a wrestling fan all my life. I was more into, into, um, collecting the wrestling magazines than I was the figures, but I have like the original AWA figures from back in the day, like the road warriors and Crusher yeah. Blackwell and Stan Hansen. Now I have, and I got this as a, believe it or not, you would probably appreciate this as a wedding present when I got married David Deal, the former Super Bowl champion, New York Giant, as a gift, got me the original series of the LJN WWF wrestling figures. 
in the original packaging and everything. So I, let me ask you because you're the you know you're the the kind of the expert when it comes to this. What's the worth of something like that? Well, I mean, listen, I, I have to look at the packaging, see if there's any yellowing on the bubble, see if there's any creases on the card. You know, that's a very general question here. But I, I, if you if you uh, email me some pics, I'll uh, I'll price it out for you. Not that I would ever get rid of them. I'm just I'm just curious. So let me ask you this then: What is like the um, you know the, the 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 one figure for you that's almost like impossible to get? What's like that? You know, kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark moment where you're trying to find that that one figure that you just can't seem to find. Well, it's it's funny. Uh, so I actually do have it, but it took me a long time. It was uh, this rhythm and blues Greg the Hammer Valentine. It was in this Toys R Us ad in a WWF magazine like 1991. Uh, it never came out, but at the time there was no internet. I didn't realize uh, it was just unreleased, which happens all the time now. So it took me a long time to find it. And, and Tommy Dreamer, he always rips on me uh, for the amount of money I spent on this thing. But it's a uh, it's an investment. It's a collectible, like you said, Indiana Jones moment. And uh, you know, I've I've been offered some big bucks for it, but it, it's staying home, baby. It's staying with me. All right, so you you mentioned that Tommy Dreamer and Tommy Dreamers wanted a host on this show. Dreamer the host. So, yeah. I'm not going to go there, but I guess that's his character for today. Um, so how much did you spend on this Greg Valentine figure? I mean, there's some things that you know I'm not going to disclose publicly. You know, Tommy Tommy puts these ridiculous numbers out there, but Tommy Tommy's always looking out for me, you know, because Tommy. Uh, I think is responsible for getting me signed to WWE back in the day. Uh, you know, Tommy was, I don't know his exact title, but something in talent relations. And he was, uh, he knew, because uh, Mikey Whipwreck from ECW was our trainer. And he had put in some, uh, some words with, with Tommy about us. And then Tommy got us a tryout. So I owe Tommy so much, especially when I was on the WWE CW, not the real ECW, obviously. And I worked with Tommy a lot. And, and, and you know, I definitely look up to Tommy still to this day, text him all the time, but you know, he, he, he doesn't understand that this figure, he thinks I'm like buying this expensive car or something. It's, this is an investment. If I wanted to resell it, I could, I could make triple my money. So Tommy, if you're listening, relax. It's okay, Tommy. It's all right. I'm not, I'm not just wasting my money. See that? See that? He just told Dreamer where to go and how to get there. Love it. Wow. Now, I, let me ask you, because, you know, everybody's kind of got their man cave. Everybody's going to kind of get that little piece of the house with their wife, you know, or girlfriend lets them have to be able to, to put their collective thing. So what room, or how much does your, your, your activity with the figures and everything else, and then you got your Star Wars fandom, dear God, like where do you put all this shit? Yeah, so I, I do just have one room uh, that I consider like my toy room. So like the house looks pretty normal except for that one room. Okay. Uh, with uh, obviously when you walk in, you see the Han Solo in carbonite, but that's artwork. You know, that's not a toy. You know, artwork. What I'm mm-hmm. So besides the artwork of Han, just looking at everybody uh, frozen in carbonite, it's a pretty normal house. But when you open that one door, oh my God, it's. Uh, it's just wall-to-wall action figures, a lot of uh, a lot of bully figures in there, a lot of Star Wars figures in there, a couple Tommies in there. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun because when I'm in there, it just uh, it feels like I'm in the, the DeLorean. I'm going back in time, and I just love uh, – I'm, I'm not sitting there on the floor playing with these things, you know. But uh, I, I feel like organizing and collecting is like the, the adult version of playing with them. 
Do you happen to have the, I think it's called a cold day in Dudleyville action figure set. It's me, Devon, and The Rock in one action figure set. Do you have it? I do not have that. I have certain rules to my collecting, so I, I do not have that. I do have like that era of figure. Um, those are called the Titan Tron style figures. I do have, of course, I have a, a Bubba and Devon, but not in that cold day in Dudleyville set. But you had so many during that time. It was too much, too much to, to keep up with. Oh, wow. Gee, thanks. All right. <laughs> so, wait, I, I want to ask. Well, I, I want to ask. Over, still over. Yeah, overweight. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, are you... I, I really do believe that you're enjoying this time off right now and you're able to take a deep breath. And like you said, the anxiety of being in the WWE. But where do you see yourself as a person who has shown the ability to get themselves over? Where could you see yourself getting yourself over again? Being in WWE for so long, 14 years, and listen, I'm so grateful that I lasted that long. I, I was saying the hashtag still here, you know, because no matter what, I was still there. But I'm not there anymore, you know. And, and the ability to work wherever I want, it, it's just crazy. Like, you know, I would love – I never got to wrestle in the ECW arena. You know, I, I wrestled in Japan for WWE, but I never really got to go there and experience, like, the culture for, like, weeks at a time. There's so many things I want to do. And of course, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact. There's, like, so many options now. And I think for so long, like, I was just in this WWE bubble, obviously. But now I'm, I need to just realize, like, I can do whatever I want. You know, and, and just that, that feeling is just, oh, my God, that, that feeling of freedom and that feeling of having that creative freedom. And like I said, like, before I got released, I was already making my pro wrestling tea store because I knew the call was coming. I just I can't wait to go out there and hustle and get my name out there. Awesome. I, I love I have no problem doing with hard work. I love it. I love the hustle and I love it. And I just that's why I'm just so it sounds cliche, but I'm so excited to just do something different and and, and, and try something different. And hey, if I fail, it's on me. But if I know I can succeed, and I know I'm gonna. You know, you know, Matt and 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 Bully. I'm sure we're gonna have Matt on several times in the future. Now that you know he's not with the WWE, we'll actually get him on the air. But um, I'm looking forward to talking to you many times. And when we do talk to you, it's gonna be what you're doing presently and your future. But to kind of close the book on the WWE, do you have one moment for you that stands out more than any other? Yeah, when he broke uh, my nose, yeah, the I stiff prick. I think everyone knows I'm going to say uh, it was WrestleMania 32 uh, winning the Intercontinental title. Um, yeah, it was cool to win the title, sure. But I, there was just so, like you said, the ups and downs of, of the career just leading to that night uh, wasn't even supposed to be in that match. Um, someone got injured, and uh, it was Neville Pocket injured, and I went right up to Road Dog, who was uh, in charge of creative, and said, listen, I don't remember exactly what I said. I think it was like an out of – body experience i just like rattled off why i deserve to be in that match and i think he could just feel the passion just coming from my body and i guess one of the things i said was i've never heard my music play at mania and later he told me that's the the comment that stuck with him and 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 got him to to vouch for me to get me in there so just coming down that that aisle after so many years in WWE and hearing my music for the first time at wrestlemania uh that was a win you know that that was a win right there but then to actually uh, win the championship 
And then my dad slid in the ring. Like, that was not part of the show. That was not storyline. That was not written. Ziggler, like, waved him over. My dad's like, okay. And just hops over the guardrail and slides in the ring. So, like, hugging my dad at WrestleMania uh, with the Intercontinental Championship is is a a storybook moment um, that, for now, is not topped. And what I'm excited about is that it will be topped because, you know, I've been in the business for a long time, but I'm only 34. So I got a long time left and a long time to create more memories. You know, Matt, I'm glad you said that because that's the one thing that kind of popped when I was kind of researching what questions I was going to ask you today is how young you really are. Because, you know, since this show has been on the air and we've Busted Open's been on the air for 11 years, all 11 years we've talked about you. And it's amazing that you are as young as you are. You have a you have a lot of years ahead of you. So I can understand why you're excited. And it's funny because Darth Bully doesn't smile much. It's hard to get Bully to smile. But when you were talking about how you were just kind of salivating about, hey, you know what? I know the call is coming and I don't care because I already have prepared like what's going to be on my pro wrestling tea shop and everything else. Like to, to hear that, I saw a smile grow on Bully's face. So, man, that, I, I love hearing that, that something that and obviously we understandable something that would knock a lot of people down getting a phone call telling you that you're out of a job, you actually took it as a positive. And even in these tough times, you are thinking of creative ways to get your name out there. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't have a family. I don't have kids to feed. And if I was in that situation, maybe I'd be thinking differently. Right. But like my dream, my goal was to always be a professional wrestler and not just be any professional wrestler, but be one of the top ones. I don't, like to go to work and to just sit in catering and eat that shitty salt and pepper chicken. I was not fulfilled. Like that was not cool. Like, ah! I think to win every match. I'd be the world heavyweight champion every single day. No, but I want to work. I want to wrestle. I want to be creative. I want to do something. So now I can, and I'll, like, I'm so excited about it. And it's just like, it really does feel like Christmas. Like, cause you know, I have those 90 days and right now this world is so messed up. I can't, I couldn't even work. There's nowhere to work right now. But that's why I feel like I see those Christmas gifts. Like you just turned the corner and your dad set up the camera so you can't go get them yet. And I just see those those Christmas gifts and I want to rip them open and wrestle and just have fun. And, oh, my God, it's I have goosebumps right now just talking about it. That's awesome. Now, now Matt, I would say this. I don't know what your future plans are, okay? But I'm just saying if you, you said you don't have kids, you don't have m- mouths to feed. Let me tell you this. Not right now. I have cats. I, I call myself cat dad. Yeah, that doesn't count. The cats don't count. Because here's why. <laughs> I, 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 you know, that's what people say who oh. don't have kids. That's what people say who don't have kids, by the way. But I'm telling you this because I know from experience, once you do, that room that you have there, that room goes away, number one. That room goes away. <laughs> and all those figures that you have in the ori- original packages, those will get written open some of them by your kids and some of them by you because when it's three o'clock in the morning and you want your kid to stop crying you'll do whatever it takes so i'm just saying that that room will go away and those boxes will be open i'm just warning you my friend not that not swaying you against it because it's the greatest gift that you could ever get but i'm just warning you I appreciate the heads up. Well, first of all, I do not keep things in the package. I like to say I let them breathe. This is a, mm. They're also artwork. I want to see the front, the back. I'm not – listen, I don't buy these things to resell them. Could I resell? 
Yes. Some of the things I could resell for, for I couldn't even give away, worthless. But then there's some, like the Great Diamond Valentine, a lot of money. But for the, for the kid situation, I'll, always, I'll be prepared. I'm always ready, right? I'll have the stash if they're crying. You can open this one. But that, that room will not go away. I'm going to prove you wrong. It's not going away. <laughs> All right. Well, bigger, bigger and better. We'll see what happens. Matt, thank you so much, man. Great spending some time with you. We hope to get you on again. And good luck with everything. It doesn't seem like you need it because you work your ass off. So thank you so much for the time again. Uh, thanks for having me and Bubba. We're going to have you on the rest of your podcast to talk about your naked figure. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to do your podcast. We'll talk about my naked figure. And when things open up, I'll fight you in the ECW arena. Oh, don't tease me, Bubba. Let's do it. I owe you a receipt anyway, you stiff prick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt Cardona. The UFC is back Saturday, May 9th, and the Luke Thomas Show is your number one source to prepare you for the return of MMA. This is Luke Thomas, and from Monday, May 4th to Friday, May 8th, you can catch the Luke Thomas Show live every afternoon from 1 to 3 Eastern as I give you the insider's perspective on UFC 249. Plus, I'll be taking your calls at 877-FIGHT-93 to hear what you have to say about the stacked card. It's all happening on the Luke Thomas Show, Monday to Friday, airing live from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern on your home for MMA, Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. So right now, I think we need to get to the, to the man, the man, the head of the inner circle, the prime minister of the bubbly bunch. Sir, are you on the line right now? I am on the line right here, and I've heard a lot of rumors. I heard a lot of rumors out there. <laughs> Doesn't like Star Wars. Uh, I don't understand this. Is this a true story, LeGrec? Here's the thing, sir, and I do call you sir because you have all my respect, unlike some of the other guests that we've had on this show recently. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Here's, the Bubba. Here's the Bubba question. Here's the Bully Ray question. Who? Who don't you have respect for, LaGreca? Tell me right now who you don't have respect for. I here's the thing. Was that here's was the, that Bully and Paul Stanley all in one voice? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me right now who you don't have respect can I, can I, for. Can I just, can I just chime in quickly? Uh, something I was going to tell you, Bully, when you were talking the other day about uh, when you went to the grocery store and some lady was trying to get the hand sanitizer and you got in a bad mood because you had to go the wrong way up the wrong, uh, up the aisleway or whatever. It's super funny because when you were telling that story, your uh, New York accent got super thick because you're pissed <laughs> off. And as soon as the story was done, you went back to radio, Bully Ray voice. You're like, so go to the grocery store and this lady comes up to me. And she wants the hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It comes out when you're angry, bully. But I digress. Uh, to answer your question, right. Mr. Jericho, and again, I call you Mr. Jericho because you get all my respect unlike some of the other guests that we've had. But okay. I'll say this. I like Star Wars. Everybody likes Star Wars. I liked Empire Strikes Back. You know, Return of the Jedi, it was, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It was fine, you know. You know, when I was 10. But, like, you know, the other movies are shit. I mean, come on now. Like, the Jar Jar Binks story. I mean, I love the, the holiday special because it had B. Arthur in it. But, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying. Like, it kind of digressed as the years went on. Now, we had Cody on. And I know you have your feelings about Cody. But, like, Cody comes on and then he throws in Lord of the Rings on top of it. And it's like, dear God. And this is where, Chris, I need your support. Because I said to Cody, I said, you know what, Cody? I'll watch all three of those god-awful shit Lord of the Ring movies if you watch just the first 
Police Academy movie. And he's like, I'm 35. I'm not watching a Police Academy movie. But which age, again, has nothing to do with a masterpiece like Police Academy. doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, shit, the first Godfather movie came out in 1971. I know what the Godfather is for crying out loud. The guy does not bend, Chris. You understand what I'm saying? He doesn't bend. I mean, like, I'm, not, you know, and then I'll throw out just like just one of the guys or hard bodies or ski patrol. Those are classic movies that are timeless <laughs> and ageless. Okay, so during the quarantine, uh, I started a little group at my house. It's called Thursday Boobs Day. And a couple of my friends come over. Yeah, so we sit six feet apart, whatever. And we watch uh, those old movies and we just watched hard bodies. Just one of the guys and ski school flat. <laughs> oh, I'm up with you on that one. A police academy was actually up for contention uh, to, to to be watched. But let me just go over four more things. It surprises me that you're not more into Star Wars because you are a kid of the '80s. You love wrestling, you love heavy metal, uh, and you don't love Star Wars. Because to me, those are the three things that I all I did was wrestling, heavy metal, and Star Wars movies. I know there is a cross population when it comes to those things. I get it. I, I, I really do. And I love Star Wars. I said it on the show many times. I saw it 16 times in the movies. But these freak, you know what, Chris, you know what the Star Wars fans are like? Those music fans that worked at Tower Records. They think they're better than you are. They think they know more than you. You go into Tower Records, I want a copy of Back in Black. Why do you want Back in Black? Why don't you get 74 Jailbreak? Because I'm fucking here to get Back in Black. Now let me get the fucking record so I can go to L.O. They think they're more intelligent than what they really are. And when Cody, with that smugness about him, talking about those fucking Lord of the Ring movies, it makes me hate everything he likes. I told you. Everyone thinks he's all this nice baby face. I told you, he's a son of a bitch. That just proves it right there. He proved it to the busted nation, uh, live uh, and uncensored. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> what are you listening to these days? What's on the playlist? What's on the quarantine playlist? Well, it's funny that you say that because I actually, uh, this is pretty funny. I actually started a uh, an 80s kiss cover band called quarantine with a k we're going to be announcing it this week and we did uh, a couple pretty obscure kiss tunes from the 80s and one of them is is a song from crazy nights called no 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 it's a gene song and it's super fast double bass crazy playing and it never really got into the tune until we recorded it and it's i'm just like i just one of my favorite things ever right now is just listening to no 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 by kiss uh, of all things. So that's, that's kind of what I'm into right now. And I also went through a deep dive of uh, early 90s uh, metal videos the other night till about 4 in the morning, much to my wife's chagrin. But I'm um, talking like Warrant, Trickster, that era of music, kind of kind of the, the last vestiges of, uh, of good time heavy metal before, before grunge came in and, uh, and took them all out. Do, do you like when Kiss plays stuff at real time or when they speed it up a la the Animal Eyes live uh, tour? <laughs> yeah, we did a watch along for that a couple of weeks ago, and it's so fast. Like, Lick It Up is almost like a, a thrash song. Don't want to wait till you know me, baby. It's super fast. Yeah, they have those hyper 
hyper fast tempos. But that was kind of the theme of that time frame from the '80s. So they decided they wanted to play a little faster. But yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. It, it, now is the time when <clears throat> we're spending more time at home. You kind of go back and listen to more of that stuff because it's it's like kind of like comfort food in a lot of ways. It's like you know we're all kind of looking for some good feelings and some good vibes and. When you listen to some of that music, it always makes you feel happy. So I bet you a lot. I bet you if you go to Spotify and go to the demographics of people, I bet you most people our age are listening to music that they listened to when they were, you know, kids, teenagers, that sort of thing. So when you went down that rabbit hole, it's funny that you did that because I did the same thing because I DVR those metal manias <laughs> that come on, and I, I I'll yeah. just for hours I'll be watching that stuff. So when you went down that rabbit hole and was watching like Trickster and Warrant, did you did you hear any Skip Rope? Did was there any Skip Rope on? <laughs> Skip Rope? Yeah, they, that was Skip the original name of Skid Row before they changed it. It was Skip Rope. Skip Rope. When I was in high school, all the, all the thrashers called them Kid Row. You get <laughs> Kid Row, kid music. <laughs> oh my God, I love Skid Row, though, Bully. I'm sorry, Darth Bully. Skid Row's a great band. Jericho buries the hell out of Snake, though. Why? Like, brutally Dude, buries that, that, that band was. That band is still awesome. Oh, they're best friends. That's why he buries them. Oh, okay. Snake smells. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a terrible thing to say. Smell. Oh, my smells God. Smells like an old tub of uh, uh, stale cigarettes and uh, old urine in the corner. That's what he smells like. Hey, I want to ask you one wrestling question before you go, because I know you got a lot of shit to do. Uh, I said on the show. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So I said on the show last week about. You know, the more over you are, the, the the more stupid shit that you can get away with. And I don't think there's anybody in the wrestling business who's getting away with more stupid shit than you are right now. And you know when I say stupid shit, I say it in a way where I'm I'm giving you props. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. I, I mean I mean the bubbly bunch and the cutting the promos on the drones, but I want to talk about the bubbly bunch and the dances and the flim flam and the, the Manitoba melee. Like are you coming up with these ideas knowing that they're gonna get over because they're so outlandish yeah i mean it's one of those things like listen during the the, the kind of the lockdown and the quarantine we had four shows that were taped that's cool but we also wanted to put some new content in there and i thought you know it's a really cool idea to show that we're trying to put this 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 product on the air and not be worried about okay the quality isn't great or or this that, or the other thing like you could you could never put an iphone video on national tv you know two months ago and now People see it and they're like, man, these guys are really trying. So to me, I always kind of fall back on the comedic side of things um, when we're doing stuff like that because I, I enjoy that part of wrestling, that part of my character as well. Um, so, yeah, I knew that Flim Flam is going to be ridiculous because I see everyone's doing TikTok videos. So I said, well, let me, let's do a Flim Flam video and then we'll call it like the Flim Flam dance. And I knew this was going to happen the next day when, when we put it up, like send in your Flim Flam video the TNT was involved and they had to stop it after like three hours because they had like 500 submissions. They said, we can't keep up with all of this. So we just have to stop it. And I knew that was going to happen because people are just looking for something to do and they enjoyed the, the fun of it. You know, and I saw the stunt show thing and I thought that'd be great to do at the inner circle. But then what if I can get some other guys that really aren't on TV much like Sonny Kiss and, and Luther and, and Jungle Boy because they live in the, on the West Coast. And then, well, let me just go through my phone and see, 
who's available. Of course, everyone's available. And just trying to see as many different people as I can get from different, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers and guys who have Hollywood stars on the Walk of Fame and pop culture icons and, you know, hockey legends like Teddy Irvin and that sort of thing. And then suddenly we put together that thing and it was a blast too. So I think it was a really cool diversion to keep new content coming on the air while we had these tape shows. And now that we're going back live again, you know, I think the Bubbly Bunch will take a break for a bit because we don't have to do that because we'll be there live all together. So I, I think it was, long story short, it was a good way to kind of keep things fresh, have some fun, and also be pretty ridiculous, but also knowing that people appreciate that and we'll, we'll, we'll get into it and enjoy it for sure. Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. Respect these men and women that build the business. Then, the Barak Show keeps you up to date on all things boxing. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected. And MMA guru, Luke Thomas, has you covered for mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan is the most important influencer in all of MMA. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. The face of AEW, Cody. Are you there? I I am here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak low and and calmly. First off, Darth Bully, may the fourth be with you. I and may the fourth be with you too, sir. Thank you so much. And I wanted to go ahead because Busted Open has been so good, and I'm I'm trying to speak very calmly. I. I want to go ahead and let's do something in the next few weeks to set up a couple of uh, free double or nothing streams uh, via fights or whatever way we can do it that we can give away here on Busted Open. Is that something that we could do? I think it would be cool for all the fans. Do you like that, Bully? Yes, I think it's a phenomenal idea. So, okay, that, that again, trying to speak very calmly, I understand that you have Mr. LaGreca there with you you guys are live mr lagreca is there i'm here uh, obi-wan jabroni is here yes can you can you just about 17 hours ago you tweeted f star wars f as in fuck star wars <laughs> is that can you confirm that you tweeted that it wasn't a bot that's you that that was me cody i i did tweet that i want yesterday. you to I, I want you to say it again then i want you to say it again one more time please well i mean i you know i, I don't want to use I that kind of language it. it's a family it's hour you know it. it's family hour it's family hour cody i don't want to repeat that come on dave no you know that. cody's telling you what to do you have to do it because you love cody so much so do it fuck dave i'm not hearing anything Star Wars. and last week all i heard was you just running your mouth? We had we had the whole uh, debate over Lord of the Rings and police school, and you you police academy. You it's police academy. It's not police school. Oh, you can't take you can't oh. take May the Fourth from Star Wars fans. You can't have some ironic opinion on the greatest film franchise in. The I tweeted it on the third. I tweeted it on the third. Oh, my gosh. I'm so shocking. I'm so ironic. My gosh. Here's the deal. Here's the situation. You, Dave, are the reason God created the middle finger. The best thing about me is I'm not you. You are an absolute uncultured human hat rack, fly-by-night slut. 
and I am bringing it down on you this morning, plain and simple. The worst thing that I can possibly do, and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Is you are the SMU of radio, bro. You're getting the death penalty. You have a lifetime ban from AEW. You are not allowed at an AEW event ever in any time, in any period, on any multiverse. You are banned from AEW. <laughs> this went so much better than I could ever dream of. Banned. You've been banned from AEW. Everyone out there, this is a joyous day. Let's celebrate all the films. You can check out the whole Skywalker saga. Again, I think they're doing it on Warner Media Networks right now with a big old freaking run of all the shows. You can catch us Wednesday night. Everybody in the world can catch us Wednesday night on TNT 8 to 10, except you, Dave LaGreca. Thank you so much, Darth Bully. May the fourth be with you. Thank you. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, wow. and may the fourth be with you. That was tremendous. I guess can't, Chris people Jericho can't have a, and Cody Chris Rhodes didn't bury me, by the way. burying you, no, and you are now banned from AEW shows for life. The LaGreca heads not, though. You'll see those LaGreca heads as soon as things open up. You'll see those LaGreca heads back at AEW shows again, Bully. And by the way, yeah. I guess you just can't have a difference of opinion, huh? Can't have a difference of opinion. <laughs> Typical we can have a difference life. of opinion, but your opinion sucks. No, no. No, it doesn't. Maybe it was a little strong. I'll give you that. It's a little strong. Hat rack slut. I was, I've never been called a slut before. That's a first. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.